Hello and welcome to the Brain Bites Creative Marketing Podcast. I'm Jason Sroden and today we're going to be talking to some guys who are doing some really disruptive stuff in the orthodontist tooth straightening space. So I'd like to welcome them right now. Uh, from On Demand Orthodontist, we have my good friend Judd Johns. Judd, how are you? Very good. Thanks for having me. And then uh, my new friend, Dr. John Warford. John, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks. I'm happy to be here, Jay. Thanks so much. Hey, so listen, guys, let's cut to the thing. I, when Judd told me about this, my head almost exploded. I was like, wow, this is one of the most disruptive things I've ever heard of. I immediately asked if I could invest. He told me to get lost. And here <laughs> we are. But tell, tell, tell me what on-demand orthodontist is, how it got started, and where you guys are at. John, you want to take that? Well, how it got started was, um, it's, I mean, it's a long story. It, uh, it kind of started back when um, I got real heavy into liner therapy uh, as an orthodontist. And uh, I live in North Dakota. And over half of my patients are uh, traveling over an hour each way to come see us. And so about 10 years ago, 11 years ago, I started to embrace aligner therapy and I, I really wanted to figure it out how to, not just to make it be something that can work for some of my patients, but something that can work for nearly all of my patients. And so fast forward 10 years and 3000 plus cases later, and uh, we're now treating over 90% of our patients with aligners. And so about a year ago, I, I thought to myself, you know, I, you know, after really getting on the virtual orthodontic bandwagon, which is something that's very, very new to most most uh, most people's uh, way of thinking, I, I thought to myself, you know, I'm I'm able to I'm able to treat patients without seeing them very often in person, and I don't actually really have to see them in person at all, as long as I have another dentist that is uh, you know is qualified to see them that I can work with, and so uh, I started a a. a, a, a partnership with a friend of mine and uh, who he and I'd worked together for a long time before he moved uh, to the eastern part of the state. So he was 150 miles away. And I, I, I called him and I said, you know, man, I know you've been you've been struggling and been frustrated with your uh, your your orthodontic cases. This is something that I can help you with. And I went and I spoke to he and his staff and it's something that we uh, work together on. And, um, you know, so after six months of essentially me being the virtual orthodontist, it's something that worked very, very well. And so that's something that um, got me introduced to Judd. And I had no idea how uh, 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 knowledgeable and how uh, big Judd was in the orthodontic world the first time that we met. I just was looking at that picture of the, the football match behind him, which is the same scene that uh, the first time I met him. And um, and so we just started working, uh, you know, uh, learning together. And, uh, you know, he's learning more about how the way that I do things with virtual orthodontics. And it is very disruptive in a lot of different ways, but it's, it's disruptive. And it's also a win-win-win for everyone. It's a win for the, the patient ultimately, uh, because the patient is able to get a uh, is able to get world class orthodontic treatment without having to travel. Sometimes it's maybe a hundred miles or more to, to see an orthodontist that uh, there's a lot of aligner therapy. It's a win for the dentist because they're able to be very involved with the ortho, with the orthodontic treatment of their of their patients much more so than they would be in the, at the traditional orthodontist dentist uh, referral relationship model. 
And then it's a win for, you know, the, uh, us at ODO, because this is something that, that we do every single day, whether we see the patient in person or not. And it's, it's something that works so well and it's so convenient for the patients. And it's just a way of using technology to maximize the implementation of orthodontics. And it's, it's really a fun way to do things because, you know, I'm, I'm about 60 or 70 miles away from my office right now. And I'm able to, uh, you know, to be an orthodontist when I don't have to be in the office. And so it, uh, it gives me a lot more flexibility with my lifestyle as well. Man, that, that it's a really cool thing. Can you take me through like how it works? Like step-by-step if, if it give me the doctor journey, and then I'd like to see the patient journey. Uh, a doctor from an orthodontist perspective or from the dentist perspective or just treating the patient. Wow. Let, let, let's take me through, take me through the dentist. Cause I think that's the most interesting to me. Okay. So uh, from the dentist perspective, the, the dentist has a problem to solve, right? They, uh, they know, and Judd has, Judd knows the, st- the stats much better than I do, but they see a lot of, they have a lot of patients in which they've had a relationship for a very long time. And these patients, whether they're a child that's kind of getting to orthodontic age, or they're an adult that they're like, man, this, this patient's either going to wear out their teeth or they, I, I want to do some work for this patient, but I want to be more conservative and I want it to be a value add for the patient and orthodontics would really be helpful for them. But, you know, I, I want to make sure that things are done the way that I, I, that I would like to be involved with, you know, directing the treatment. And uh, I want to make sure that, um, you know, you know, I'm, I'm involved every step of the way. And so it gives them a sense of ownership and, uh, you know, ultimately in the ODO model, not the model that I was previously talking about, which is a little bit different, um, the, the dentist does own the patient and we consult with the dentist and help them make the, the treatment decisions and make suggestions uh, in ways in which we think that the treatment is going to go the most smoothly, efficiently and conveniently for the patient. And the better, the, the more those buttons are, uh, or those switches are flipped for the patient, the better things are for the dentist. And so um, from a dentist perspective, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a way of being able to be involved with the treatment. There's a, you know, there's a value add for them, obviously, but then um, they, dentists really like orthodontics. There are certain parts of dentistry that the dentists really tend to gravitate towards, one of which is orthodontics. And so to be able to be involved with uh, providing great orthodontic treatment that they can be very confident in is something that uh, it doesn't really happen in any, any other way because because of technology with virtual monitoring uh, you have our our staff that is very very uh, they're very well versed in this. This is what they do all the time, every day. And they're watching the patient and they're making recommendations on how things are going. If something's going sideways, the, the you know, myself and my staff will recommend to the dentist, here's what we need to do, but it's ultimately your call. But uh, this is a way in which we can help you uh, make this treatment go the best way it can. And with technology, we're getting patients done in, uh, in times never before seen in, uh, in, in very short periods of uh, in very short numbers of appointments. And it's, um, it's really a really fun thing to do because we're really on the cutting edge and it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's literally the best treatment that, uh, that someone can receive. When you say appointments, you, like these are virtual then, correct? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you have to be seen in person. You have to be seen in person three times. Uh, the first time is to get the initial records 
so that we can build the virtual model and the virtual treatment and then get the aligners. The second time is to be seen in person to get the attachments on the teeth, the little composite bumps, if you will, that allow us to uh, manipulate the teeth in a fashion much more predictively than it had been in the past. And then the third time is to complete treatment, of course, um, and get the attachments off. Sometimes there are reasons why we need to see a patient once or twice in between those two. Um, but the, the vast majority of patients can be treated in three, four, the very most five uh, treatment visits. Uh, five would be you know, the very most complicated patients or if something is, uh, is really needing extra attention. How many treatments is the average like orthodontic treatment? Well, it depends on the, the the type of orthodontics that someone's practicing. Uh, if you if you're talking about the traditional brackets and wires met, uh, methodology, which I've done for you know 20 years, I mean you're looking at Judd knows exactly, but it's, it's 19 19 visits. I mean it's uh, it's every every at very best is every six to eight weeks. If uh, there's no emergency visits, there's everything's going really well. No brackets are broken, and so we're talking about by using aligners and designing the aligners really well, we're talking about taking that 19 down to four or five. And so it's, it's a really dramatic change. And it's something where if you tell a dentist here, you're gonna have to see this patient 20 times versus you need to see them three or four times. It's a, it's a very, very different ball game. Okay. Let me just try to tell the story really quick to make sure that I got it. I'm a dentist. I'm interested in doing orthodontics. I call on-demand orthodontists. I talk to Judd. I figure out, hey, um, I'm going to co-op with you guys. You guys will consult with me and we'll get started. They start marketing. They get a customer. The customer finds them, calls and makes an appointment, goes in for their first time, gets their impressions or whatever or a um, Scan, scan, 3D scans, yep. right? Gets yep. their 3D scans and then uh, gets their first round of trays made or, or whatever. And yep. then they start their treatment. And then, you know, six months, a year, and they go through, they might see you five times and they're done. Or is it longer? Am no, I close? So it, you're close. Yeah. So how it works is uh, something that we haven't touched upon is virtual monitoring. The technology has been out there for a very long time. Everybody knows about telemedicine. And about how you can have uh, you know a remote surgeon doing the surgery on you via an or via a surgeon like you know from thousand miles away, and so this the remote monitoring uses uh, FDA approved and research proven technology in which an iPhone four or greater is better resolution than the human eye for being able to determine how the aligners are working. And so what the, the, the big change for me was a few years ago, I had this, this lightning moment when I realized that this patient drove a hundred miles one way to have me look in their mouth and make sure the aligners are fitting like they're supposed to. <laughs> wow. Within a year, I was introduced to the technology that allowed us to use a patient's smartphone and a special uh, device called a scan box, <clears throat> which uh, we give to every patient. And they, once a week, or more often, if a patient's in accelerated treatment, the patient scans their teeth, and within 12 hours, they get a response using artificial intelligence, an orthodontic panel, and then my uh, algorithms in which we've programmed into the system, and then also my, my assistants and the ODO assistants that look at the results and decide whether or not we inter need to intervene and do something differently. And then we give the patient feedback on how things are going. And so 
instead of being seen every six to eight weeks or 12 weeks or 16 weeks with aligners and having things go sideways, train gets off the tracks before you know it, we know right away and we can intervene in immediate, nearly immediately if something's going wrong to keep tra- the, the treatment on the tracks. And so it keeps the efficiency like never before seen. But uh, we're one of the leaders in the country when it comes to using this kind of technology. And it's not something that you learn overnight, but uh, we've been doing it now for almost three years, uh, well over uh, well over 1,500 patients treated with this. And it's Patients absolutely love it because whether you're driving across the street or across the state, who, especially nowadays, who wants to go have an appointment somewhere, they can have it done from the comfort of their own home or even when they're traveling. Man, that that's really fascinating. I want to go to Judd in a second. The last question I have for you on this matter is you were just talking about a smile box. Is that what you called it? It's called a scan box. Okay. And so um, a patient takes her phone. Okay. And uh, how they used to do it is they'd have a lip and cheek retractor to hold the lips out of the way and they'd use your phone and they'd scan one way or another, but not everybody got the, got the, the distance exactly right from their teeth. So it wasn't exactly in focus. So the scan box, you put your phone in, it locks on the lip, lip and cheek retractors. You get instructions right from the app. And so it makes sure everything's in focus. So you get a great scan every time. And so that along with the ability, the ability to communicate with my team and I uh, directly via the app and have, you know, essentially messaging back and forth. It's uh, it's, it's very natural communication these days. So patients feel like they're connected to us like never before. And they, they really, really enjoy that. It sounds like a very fun, effective like low friction way to make cash. If you're, you know, if you want to have more freedom in your life from a a dentist, or, I mean, you're, you're in a, looks like an Airstream right on the the lake there. (laughs) Is it an Airstream? That's pretty good, man. Yeah. It's an Airstream. Yeah. (laughs) It looks great. Well, so, so Judd, yeah, Judd, I want to know what drove you to this. I know, you know, you've been in the ortho space for so long, boring me about brackets since like 2004 but but can you explain to me like what drove you here and where you guys are going and what do you think the potential of this is yeah i uh i have as you know i worked at ormco for about 11 years um so it was specifically in bracket and wire space so that's why i was johnny on the spot with that 19 number just now (laughs) Uh, we, we have a a mutual friend that gave me that number. That's actually from 2021. So that's operational data on that 19. Um, I, uh, migrated over to our aligner platform, which is, um, it's a product of Ormco's called spark aligners at the turn of the year this year. And, you know, when I was at Ormco, I was looking after product management for about five years and, you know, developing um, really cool bracket and wire systems and all auxiliaries associated with brackets and wires. And so I was really deeply embedded in that community and fortunate to work with some of just unbelievable uh, best in class orthodontists that um, many folks on this would be listening to this podcast, maybe aware of. Um, and, and, you know, maybe early in the process, we have a, a mutual friend who works at Ormco that introduced us because they said, you know, hey, look, I'm going to look after education at Ormco, or excuse me, at Spark. Um, we're looking for some folks that are really know their way around clear aligners. W- what do you recommend? He says, well, this guy's in North Dakota, but stay with me. Um, <laughs> he's he's uh, 
he, he's special and, and you're going to want to meet him. Uh, he's doing some really interesting things that I think, you know, might really blow your hair back. And so connected with John. And the first thing I think that he said was, okay, like how much do I have to get into like clinical nuance with you? Like, like, what do you know? Can you, can you save me two hours? <laughs> I'm going I, through the I, had no, I had no intro to Judd. I didn't know how, I didn't know how, uh, how advanced he was in the orthodontic industry when we first met. So I, I, I still remember that day back in December, I was in my living room and we're uh, getting on a call together. I'm like, I don't know who the hell this guy is, but yeah. uh, here he's, I hear he's kind of special. No, I'm, I'm far from it. I'm, you could say that. I'm, I'm a what? <laughs> I've known Jay for uh, even longer, so he, he he would know better than most on that. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm actually a lagger compared to most of our company. <laughs> But uh, no, I'm, you know, I, I've seen some beautiful things and, and been very fortunate to be around some some incredibly intelligent clinicians. Um, but what John is doing really blew me away because the, the white whale that's been happening in orthodontics for many years is, you know, is, the, what, you know, it's kind of this S curve that we used to talk about, which is what the patient really wants. They want aesthetics. They want speed. Um, they want efficiency and of course they want price and, you know, you, you, you hit all those spots for the patient and it can just be an extraordinary experience. And I think there's been a lot of orthodontic manufacturers, uh, certainly a lot of orthodontists that have been chasing this white whale for a very, very long time. And, and I met John and I said, you know, he, he's found it, he's hit gold here and, and he's tri-stormed his way through all of the difficulties to really solve this problem, this important problem for the patient in working with his friend 150 miles away. And, and I just thought that was an extraordinary story. And, um, and then, you know, I also, you know, I, I use, you know, persona wise, just, just a, just a, a quality guy, you know, I mean, just like, someone that cares that deeply about their patients, you know, you, you'll, if you immerse into the community, you'll find people that try and use teledentistry as a lever to, as, to, to make money uh, or, or, you know, or, or, or to just surge on starts. I mean, John goes to the end of the earth to give that beautiful smile transformation. And that's one thing that stood out is like, which is the unspoken part of the S curve which is the most spoken part of the, the S-curve for, for both dentists and orthodontists, which is quality. This is something that a lot of people don't talk about, but quality, I noticed, was at the top of those lists. And it all started with quality. Yeah, it's fast. Yeah, it's efficient. But these are beautiful cases, and they're really hard cases. And so I was just drawn to that, and we developed a friendship. Well, let me ask you, you, you bring up an interesting point. You know, it used to be that you couldn't use Invisalign for a lot of cases, and that has changed. Is this something that can really, truly help a large portion of the population? Uh, you're talking, yeah, I mean, yeah, whether you're talking about dentists, orthodontists, or patients, uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, win, win, win. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got a graphic, maybe you just do three checks real quick on, on that part. Jeff. I mean, that that's incredible. So, Judd, what are what are the objections that you think are going to be out there in the marketplace or that what are the haters going to say against this? And and I'm sure because you're, you know, a brilliant marketer yourself. How have you thought about, you know, what are you going to say to those objections? Yeah, you know, I mean, 
I know John and I look at this as a very patient-centric system. We're in it for the patient, right? This is this is first and foremost to give beautiful finishes to people in areas of need. Logistically, they're in areas of need. Um, they might have, we, we know a few certain statistics that are compelling in this regard where, you know, seven in 10 people that go into a consult with an orthodontist start. So that means that three in 10 never start, but you knew that they're interested to go and get treated, but they never start. Why? Right. And we also know that the average dentist sees 1500 patients a year but they only start nine aligner cases per year, the average dentist. We know that from the Align 2020 annual report. What do all these things tell us? It tells us that, you know, it tells us that there's a, there's a major swath of patients out there that have malocclusions that probably could seek treatment. And we know that there's a lot of redundancy in the process in which a patient goes to a dentist, as an example, and maybe has the call to action that they're interested in treatment. And then so begins what we call the referral journey where they hand out three business cards. And then, you know, there's been a lot of research around, you know, there's a, a definitely a washout factor in that when they go to start exploring ways to get treatment and then maybe they back off because they're in or out of network um, or, or maybe it's just too cumbersome in the day of Amazon where gifts get dropped off at the front door and they've got to go price shop three sources, there's a trust factor that already exists between the dentist and their patient. Jay, how long have you been going to your dentist? Well, I've never been. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, actually, you're the, you're the wrong person. John, can you hook him up? <laughs> no. um, I, I, I move a lot, you know, I, so uh, two years, not very long. Okay. So, you know, I, we've, We've got friends of ours that have been going to the same dentist that, you know, they move to new location, they stay at the same dentist, there's a level of trust there. You know, this is an aspect of if the patient has raised their hands, if the patient is interested, and if, if we can support this dentist, it's their patient, to better treat that case, it's a win for the patient, it's a win for the dentist. You raise your hand on, you know, what would someone say that objects to, to something like this. I mean, let's say it out loud. It's a little bit provocative there. You know, there's an aspect in the orthodontic community where it's, you know, dentists treating cases and not being specialists and, you know, orthodontists having gone to school for two to three years to treat cases and all the experiential components of that. There are programs out there that have some rough similarities to what we're talking about. And I say very rough. And a lot of those programs involve training, of the dentist, we'll call it a flash training over a weekend course to onboard them into the nuance of treating with brackets and wires, in some cases, aligner therapy, so that they can go and try and take on these cases and they attempt to draw a water line when they should punt the case or when they should take the case. I've seen a lot of doctors get into trouble after they take these type of courses because they could. it's quite easy to fall off track even after you've had training. So with, with, with the process that John has created over the years, with the technology, it's like having a back pocket orthodontist in that practice so that things can't get out of control. In fact, it's on track from day one, especially with the remote monitoring technology. And then they, they can actually bring this, this case home beautifully 
um, in, you know, four appointments or less, as John mentioned. That's amazing. There's a couple, a couple of points here. One is um, about 10 years ago, every orthodontist in the country that uh, is a member of the AAO, American Association of Orthodontists, we spent $1,000 on a marketing uh, research campaign. And the, the, the marketing company found that 96% of patients absolutely trust their dentist. And so they, they already have this in, in inherent trust uh, value with the dentist and the orthodontist is somebody completely new. And so uh, they got the trust factor. That's one thing. Um, the second point to what Judd was talking about is that this is only possible with, with uh, virtual treatment aligners can, could potentially be done with brackets and wires using, uh, using technology, uh, but it's best done with, with aligners. And, and the, the big key is that, I'm not being an orthodontist when I'm in front of the patient anymore these days. I mean, I am, of course, but my orthodontic training and my education and my experience is when I'm on the computer, when I'm, when I'm designing how the teeth are going to move, when I'm designing exactly how I want things to go customized from start to finish and figuring out what the watchouts are going to be and, and programming all that stuff in, that's when I'm being an orthodontist so that what the dentist can tap into is they can tap into using an orthodontist to do the orthodontic stuff. And the things that they and their staff need to do are exceedingly simple because the hands-on for a dentist uh, in order to treat a patient with aligners is so much more simple than what they do every, every single day. So it's, uh, it's, so you, you know, it's sorry, you, you guys are doing all the, you guys, you're doing the actual orthodontic work. It comes to your labs or, and you guys are designing the treatment plan. The, or the dentist is implementing. Yes. And so it's like, okay, so, you know, I've done this thousands of times and I've, you know, I've, when you talk, whether you, when you talk about a treatment design, I've done tens of thousands of them because every patient has usually more than one. And so, uh, so that comes to us. We design this, we give this to the dentist and we say, we give them a very thorough report as well. Here are the watchouts. Here's the things to make sure we discuss with the patient. These are things that, these are limitations based on age or growth or whatever it might happen to be. And just like I do in my own office with my patients in person, right? And so we give all of that to them. They have that discussion with the patient. And then they're the ones that are ultimately the ones empowered to say, okay, I have all this information. I've got this treatment design. I'm very happy with it. I believe believe in it. And so let's approve it and let's get rolling. All right. This is going to be the question that everybody wants to know. And I don't know if you guys can talk about it yet, but what's it cost? What's it cost for the patient? So the patient, oh. it, it depends on case complexity as it always does. So if the patient is going to see Dr. John or any other orthodontist, they're going to price it out on how hard the case is. So, you know, what we, and so you, you actually brought up something interesting earlier, which was marketing. And, you, you know, you had suggested that, you know, in a, in a scenario in which this thing plays out, uh, they would happen to bring up the fact that they're interested in orthodontics to the dentist. We have built some tools that we can provide the dentist so that they can give a rough order of magnitude guidance based on the, the case indication and some diagnostic tools so that they can confidently say to the patient, okay, you are looking, you know, this is all experience from Dr. John, you're looking, it's a mild case, you're looking at six to nine months on this treatment. You're probably gonna be coming back maybe two, three times uh, for your aligner 
uh, case. And then, you know, we give them some range in which they might think about charging the patient, which is all, of course, determined on whichever, you know, geographic area they're in. And there's all kinds of, you know, price stressors and indicators in, in each respective area. But the way we set it up, and Dr. John does a lot in his practice, is there's really two ranges. There's mild cases, and they're done in anywhere from six to nine months. And then there's moderate to, and I'm not going to speak on your behalf, Dr. John, but say severe-ish without, you know, getting into too much of severe. And then those cases are going to go, you know, well, just say anywhere from nine to 15 months, which is astonishing, given, you you know, you, you look at the trade-off decision there. And then we will recommend a range of fees. Of course, they can elect to do whatever they will with those fees. And then, of course, I, well, in, inside of this diagnostic guide, this toolkit uh, that we provide, you know, it, it has a series of watchouts that are kind of, we'll, we'll go ahead and call the no-fly zone. You need to get a diagnostic. You need, you know, you need to pan in a staff. And Dr. John needs to take a much longer look at this. And, you know, there may be surgical recommendations. There may be uh, extractions, so on and so forth. It, uh, I've got a couple of points. One is that... Um, you know, we are, because you're treating patients more efficiently and much faster because of the customization of well-designed aligners, my, uh, my, my fees are, you know, normally less in my personal practice, my fees are um, uh, less than many of my competitors are. Um, and so you're getting, you're getting aligners, you're getting, you know, top quality treatment and the, and the investment is lower. And, you know, uh, there's a big push these days for direct-to-consumer things, and, um, and we're able to be very competitive with that because we have the visits down to such a low number, but we're also giving them best-in-class treatment with attachments, with the doctor, and doing everything that's the way it's supposed to be done. And, uh, you know, uh, you know the, the investment is much, much more competitive than it would have been with, uh, with brackets and wires. It's a, it's a significant difference. How are you all different from, say, uh, Smile Direct? Because I'm sure, like, they've been so throwing stuff at the market like so hard with advertising yeah. and I've read some unfavorable things. How does that, how does their negativity affect you and how are you different? Uh, lots of differences. <laughs> um, I'll do a couple and then I'll let Jed talk. I mean, first of all, uh, this is uh, not only single doctor directed, it's double doctor. So you've got a, you've got a dentist directing it and you have an ortho, you, know, you have an orthodontist um, that's, that's helping as well. Uh, we're using, all of the tools in which we would normally use, uh, Smile Direct Club doesn't use attachments. They limit aligners. We don't limit the number of aligners. Plus, the, uh, we're using the Spark Aligner System, which uh, I believe is the best aligner system, and um, it's and that has that has a lot to do with it as well. And so, um, it, it's it's a completely different ball game. There's the virtual monitoring, so you're kind of watched and you're you're helped along every step of the way, as opposed to. Here, take your own impression, send it in. You're likely going to be a candidate, whether you're severe or mild, regardless of you know what uh, your case complexity is. And then they send you your aligners, and here you go. And, you know, and so it's um, you know there may be some nuance there that I'm missing because Judd's more involved in the industry than I am, but it's a very different ballgame. Yeah, you know, I would say I'm I'm I think those that know me, I'm I. I it's a very popular thing to 
to sort of bang on the, the direct-to-consumer companies in the orthodontic industry. And I actually have got a very healthy respect for um, Smile Direct and, and other companies because, you know, my viewpoint is that they've unlocked this swath of patients that were previously inaccessible um, and they've given them an option for care. And, you know, we can have a conversation about quality of care, um, but, you know, they, they've really tapped into, let's call it an unmet need. John said all the things that absolutely apply associated with managing the case and um, in case complexity. I, I would add one other thing here, which is, you know, it's in not just the direct-to-consumer companies. There are other companies out there that deal heavily with education and dentists. And there really is a real thing. And it's a, I call it a water line. You can call it a Maginot line. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But there's this sort of line in the sand where, you know, the, if it's a dentist treating the case, that there's a recommendation that the dentist hunts the case and then they stop treating the case and it, you know, and it goes to the orthodontist or they just don't deal with the case, let's say. The same line exists in the direct-to-consumer arena where there's a, and it's a wider range, but there's this band of take the case or don't take the case, depending on the level of case complexity, which means that, and you can talk to any orthodontist about this, orthodontists typically see the, the fairly difficult cases because largely the dentists are doing a lot of those, those mild malocclusions now. What the problem we're setting out to solve is that we would like to empower the dentist to particularly you know, help the patient to cover the full band of cases. And, and so that there is no waterline. It's just, we want to help you end to end because the patient it's not the patient's decision if they're mild or moderately crowded, you know, and then they got to go left or right or center if they're one or the other. And then, you know, this company diagnoses them that or this dentist diagnoses them this. And, you know, or if you go to an orthodontist, you're getting recommended that you get this type of tool or this type of appliance. We're just making it really accessible and we're expanding the band for, for treatment for all patients. On-Demand Orthodontist is a new startup in the dental community that focuses on providing end-to-end -end support to dental practices with their clear aligner orthodontic cases. Uh, you guys are really onto something here. I'm excited to be even like at the very beginning of this so I can be like, I knew those guys before they were the guys. And if anybody out there is interested in getting um, in contact with on-demand orthodontists, simply email judd at ondemandorthodontist.com. That's J-U-D-D at ondemandorthodontist.com. Judd, Dr. Warford, thank you so much for your time. I hope that as your platform evolves that you'll come back and talk to us. And if there's ever anything we can do, please let us know. Thanks, Jay. Happy to do it. Yeah. Thanks, Jay. On behalf of Brain Bites Creative, I'm Jason Sroten, and we will see you next time.